Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everybody, and welcome to... True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my co-host, co-anchor, oh, co that doesn't work, <laughs> co-host, sister, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. I'm your co-host and your co-anchor, huh? That's co-host and your, yeah, you get to be home. I don't know what that means, but hey, I'm glad to be here. It's an honor. <laughs> it is an honor to be here. Well, I'm really glad that you messaged me a little while ago and said, hey, let's do this for the show because I, it has been Friday in my head all freaking day. Mm. And I seriously had started a little craft project and was sitting on the couch drinking a little wine and <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's Rhonda's birthday today. Yeah. And so we've kind of had some fun celebrating and we've been out to Fort Hall and then we, to go, oh, sorry, I should say what that means. We went out to the Indian Casino because that's Rhonda's most favorite thing ever is mm-hmm. to go do a, a small amount of gambling in which she... And that's the only gambling we have in Idaho. Yeah, it is. Unless you want to just, unless you're playing the lottery. So we did that and a little shopping and I picked up something I want to start doing crafting wise and came home and I don't know, I guess maybe because she was off because she's off on Fridays, but she took her birthday off. Yeah. I thought it was Friday all freaking day. <laughs> it's okay thanks for messaging me and saying hey let's do this for the show and i went (laughs) the show oh yeah it's yeah what am i doing that yeah (laughs) i i I now recall it's all good you know what it it is as chaotic as this week is uh energetically i think if you're uh just happen to be having a day where you don't have to even know what day it is more power to you right (laughs) it's not too bad i'll I'll take it Mm -hmm. For sure. So what did you make for dinner? Or have you made dinner? No, we have not made dinner. We are having steak and salad. Steak is Rhonda's favorite thing. So uh-huh. we're having steak and salad. I made a a dessert for her birthday. I gave I unveiled it last night for her. We've already eaten it all before her birthday dinner. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's this keto thing that's kind of like Girl Scouts, Samoa's cookies. Mm-hmm. They're so good. Too. Um it, doth not disappoint let me just mm-hmm. say um we're gonna make a bigger pan on sunday when we get together with the whole family for her birthday but um yeah we finished it off before we even had her birthday dinner so i understand it's super mm-hmm. good it is super good mm-hmm. well cool. nice oh cranky had a homemade chili i'm impressed yeah. we're doing leftovers we have cooked all week and it's just mm. yeah we've got to Gotta do it. However, I discovered a noodle, a keto noodle at Costco that kicks mm-hmm. butt. Yeah. It's called uh natural noodle. Oh, I can't remember. Mm. Natural noodle. That seems stupid. I don't know. I took a picture of it. I'm gonna look. <laughs> oh, healthy noodle. Oh, I was close. Healthy actually. noodle. Mm-hmm. Healthy noodle. 
that's not gonna work (laughs) nice try healthy noodle it is like uh it's not a shirataki noodle you know that's like slimy and smells fishy but it is noodles Mm. that are made out of soybean like edamame noodles and they are in a like they're in the refrigerator section and they're these little sealed pouches so Mm -hmm. i made two pouches really comfortably fed us and and Probably I could have done one. So anyway, I am super, super impressed and excited. They're like fettuccine noodles is the consistency of them. So yeah. I'm going to go check those out. Yeah. Yeah. So so we had retried that feta tomato bake that I tried last week. Um, Oh, yes. It was good. We just needed better noodles. We made homemade noodles last week and they were awful. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so we remade that last night. Yeah. Nice. But I could, I could see doing spaghetti on that or carbonara or, oh my God, so many mm-hmm. things. Anyway, that's Ooh, all. Yay. Uh, I can stop that. talking about it, but yes. Okay. But it's good to know. Costco, natural noodle. Healthy no. noodle. <laughs> now it's going to be that forever. <laughs> You'll never be able to remember the name ever again. Yeah. Hey, Mary in the chat says she got her second dose of the Moderna vaccine and had a little shortness of breath. I got my second dose of Pfizer today, guys. So I'm officially vaccinated. I don't really know what that means with my immune system, but hey, I've done it. Yep. Well, my daughter got her second one yesterday. She works in healthcare. So she's only 19, but she gets her 30, you know, because she works in healthcare. Um, She is so sick. The, The first one didn't face her at all. The second one, oh my gosh. She called me at six o'clock this morning sobbing. Oh, she had a horrible headache and a horrible, like a fever of 102 and she was sick. And I said, well, maybe we had some Tylenol. And she's like, you're not allowed to take Tylenol. I was like, what? So she looked up the care sheet. She again, and yes, you can take Tylenol. So she started on that, but she's been sick all day. Good thing for DoorDash. So I could send her some dinner. Poor kid. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Not good. Oh, Cammy said she had her second vaccine on the 8th and was down for two days on Moderna. Oh, Cammy. Yep. I'm afraid. Your immune system has a big, big response for some people. Response to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Matt's supposed to work tomorrow, but I don't know if she's making it. Poor thing. Yeah. I don't know. Email professors today. 12 hours. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Well, yeah. Mary said it hit her too. Well, you know. I haven't had mine yet. I can't tell you, but hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll be easy. I haven't had much, but to be perfectly honest, I don't have much immune response. And I so I don't either. Uh, if yeah, I'm going to get I, much of it or not, but I, I am very good. I, I do, but yeah, it's something. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay. Let's see here. So Cranky had homemade chili. Sydney made keto muffins for the first time. So that was fun and terrifying. Yeah, nice. So I, we've made some keto muffins that are killer. Did they turn out? Did you like them? Oh, I know. I've made some really good ones. Yeah. You may have noticed that your son has entered the chat. He said he should have taken her some dinner. Oh, yes. so she asked me to ask him to take him some dinner, but I knew he was slammed today. So I, oh. I did a DoorDash instead. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Cause I don't know. She's still sick. Okay, Jessica had Chinese. Cammy wants you to know that her son did pull his head out. 
And she got, the most, yes, she got the most beautiful and apologetic text from him that made her tear up with relief and happiness. He admitted everything you said he would. Good job. Oh, yay. Cammie, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. I'm happy for both of you. I'm really happy for him too, though, that he's wised up. That's yeah. good in many ways. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm overjoyed to hear that. So Jessica oh, had. What's that? Sydney says the muffins were really good. Oh, sweet. It was her first That's time awesome. baking keto, and she wasn't sure how they turned out, but they were really good. Good so, job. Very good. Yeah. Okay, my tip, always err on the side of being too wet. You're dope. Yeah, that's so true with keto. If it seems a little dry, add some fat because it, you will be sorry. Yeah. Jessica had Chinese. Lauren had leftover pizza. Let's see. Uh, Kate had leftover hamburger casserole. Well, gosh, guys, it is quite the leftover night. <laughs> yes, well, it's canopy crock pot chicken Friday. It's still not Friday. It it won't be for one more sleep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But we're all going to Candace's house now because she made crock pot chicken Santa Fe. I don't even know what that is, and I'm on my way. That Me sounds too. Amazing. That sounds really good. Yep. Okay. Well, good job. <laughs> good job, everyone who actually cooked dinner. And yeah, or ate leftovers. Good job for you too. Good job yeah. for everyone who ate dinner. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to. I thought it might be fun. Uh, we'll do some readings from the chat too. I do want you guys to know it'll be a little shorter night tonight because uh, it is uh, Christy's wife's birthday. Yeah. It is. We're gonna not keep us too long tonight. Oh, Micah made it. Oh, Micah made fancy ramen soup. Yep. My kids make what they call fancy ramen. I want you to know they did not learn this from me. Uh, this is their deal. But ramen mm -hmm. with uh, like sauteed vegetables and some kind of meat in them. And mm -hmm. They love them. I wouldn't buy them around or uh ramen when they were kids and so now it's a treat brandy says she had kielbasa and cabbage from the instant pot nice yeah um oh ooh, and cammy said they had pyroshki pyroshki from seattle ooh, yeah. well i guess we're all doing good and mm -hmm. i hope that all of our friends and listeners you might not even be here tonight at this rate i know uh, that are in the areas of all of these storms i hope you guys are being oh, safe we're sure yeah. worried about all of you Everybody in Texas. I'm just so worried about everybody in Texas. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we live in a very cold place. We live in a place that is ready for 30 below to 100 degrees because that's the yep. range we can get here. And yep. so, you know, we have lived through, you know, horrible, horrible weather. But fortunately, mm -hmm. our utilities and our houses and things are prepared for that. Yeah. I cannot imagine living in a very warm environment where you are not prepared for that kind of cold at all. Because no. it's when you are. And so to not be and to be without power. Oh, my gosh. I just. No. Oh, I'm so worried for everybody down there. Me too. Especially the elderly and the like. Homeless and deeply impoverished people. My God, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yep. I, I just, yeah. So we hope you guys are safe. We know you're probably not actually listening to us tonight because you probably don't have internet, uh, you know, and have other, you know, bigger fish to fry. But uh, we do want everyone to know we hope you're okay and safe and yes, all, all the things. Definitely sending very warm vibes. Yep. So we thought it would be a little fun tonight to talk a little bit about some of our own psychic experiences. Yeah. And 
you know, I was thinking kind of along the lines of, you know, readings that were eye-opening experiences to us or experiences we've had personally. I just thought it might be fun to talk a little bit about our, our lives, you know, and how psychic stuff has played into it. Yeah. And so yeah, obviously something led us here. I mean, you don't exactly grow up thinking I'm going to be a professional psychic when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. I think I kind of did. When I was in college, I loved mm-hmm. Sylvia Brown on Montel so much. I wouldn't have missed one of those for all the money. Right. I, I read her books. I was so into her. It never mm-hmm. occurred to me to do it myself, you know, at right. that time. But maybe I kind of, I don't know. I, I was really, really into the, to her and to that. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I wondered if you would start by tell, just telling me or telling us about a time that you learned something about life or about the universe uh, in reading for someone. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this list is long, but but many years ago, I read for someone and I, you know, I had been reading for people for several years and you know, I was sort of noticing a pattern in people's energy bodies, like pretty much everybody has roughly the same structure. Things look roughly the same. You know, there are differences, but the basic underpinnings of a person's energy body and connection to their soul are the same. And then I read for a guy that looked so freaking completely different that I realized that maybe we aren't all from the same place, descended from the same kind of soul. I don't even, I can't even hardly Hmm. put words into that, except that I have now with, you know, nearly 15 years of experience discovered that we are not all the same. And although there is sort of a, there's sort of like the main race. When I say race, I mean of energy body. Right. There's this sort of the majority of people look the same. And then there are a handful of different energy bodies that I've experienced. And of course, I'm just speaking about my own experience in the last 15 years of reading people's energy bodies. I have found that actually um, there are small groups of people around that are very different, like mm-hmm. fundamentally different. And they're always people that come to me and say, I don't feel like I fit. I don't feel like I fit anywhere. I don't feel like I fit in this world. I don't fit in this body. I didn't fit in my family. I've never fit in a relationship. And I can see why, because they're trying to fit this sort of mainstream group of energy bodies. And they're very different. And the way that they see things and experience things is very different. And that has been so eye-opening for me. And I don't have a really clear answer about what that means in, in my mind, what I've settled on it is that their souls came from somewhere different than where most of the people that I've encountered souls came from. Mm-hmm. I know Sylvia Brown is one of them that did a lot of right that did some writing about that. There's quite a bit of writing out there about those things and theories and, you know, where did we all come from and that kind of thing. But I will tell you that I have in fact seen that Mm -hmm. and experienced it. And I'll tell you that one of the energy bodies that is different is my son Mm -hmm. who is adopted into our family. And he has a very different energy body from most people that I have experienced. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still working on what that means, but it definitely opened my eyes and broadened my thinking about being really careful about fitting anybody into any kind of a spiritual box. Mm-hmm. That's tremendously unfair because we are not all the same fundamentally when it comes to our energy bodies and our connections to our higher selves, whatever those may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a huge one for me that it mm-hmm. still runs in my head and I still encounter people pretty regularly. You know, when you work on a hotline, you talk to a lot of people. And so I've been, I still encounter people where I'm like, yep, there's one, you know, I could probably list mm-hmm. maybe four or five different kinds of energy bodies and soul connections that I see. And, uh, very, very interesting. So I think it, um, it means something, <laughs> Yeah, you know, still just open to what it means, but it, it certainly opened my eyes to be very careful. I'm really wary of the books about, um, the chakras and the energy body because they're so cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. They're so everybody looks like this. Everybody should vibrate at this frequency. Everybody's chakras just been in this direction. Mm-hmm. No bullshit. Throw all of that out. It is not true. And it, it makes people feel like they're, they're wrong, that there's something wrong with them. And, mm-hmm. and, and it isn't anything wrong. Your energy body may just function differently than others. And, uh, you know, I've, I've wanted to write a book on energy bodies for a long time, and I think I still will, but I have to figure out how to do it in a way that doesn't put anybody in a box. Cause I don't want to do that. Yeah, uh, because I don't feel that that's correct from what I can see. In people. So that's that's probably the, the one that has had the biggest impact on me. Mm-hmm. I love that. A lot. Yeah. How about you? Well, you make me think about a, a specific client that I worked with for years, uh, many years ago, who really didn't feel like he belonged on this planet. Like really didn't. Uh, Genius. Absolute genius of a guy. And, but he just didn't very different from other people, you know, and then just relationships were hard and he knew he was not from here. And so in a reading, we had, uh, gone to a place he wanted to be able to in knowing that he doesn't think he's from here he wanted to talk to those who have put him here because he's furious with them because he feels like he's here being punished because it is such a hard experience for him to be in a body and he he's very successful he's doing great with this life but he hates it and and doesn't want to be here doesn't think he fits here not suicidal, don't get me wrong, different, like just doesn't fit here. So we did kind of a a guided meditation together and we went together to the top of this mountain where we were instructed to go to talk to these beings. And they were enormous. Like I can't even explain to you how much bigger than us they were like a mountain talking to a pebble, really. Mm-hmm. And they explained to him, to both of us, that uh, he's not here because he's being punished. He's here because he's supposed to be learning some things that he takes back with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they assured him that he is in pro he has done that he is doing that and that um you know he was doing what they wanted him to do but he still he was quite volatile and angry with them they were quite volatile and angry with him there was nothing warm and fuzzy about it in fact there was nothing warm and fuzzy about them um they did not like my presence there very much but it's just kind of how it happened it was a really interesting experience it definitely pushed my understanding or belief of the universe you know and if we'd only done that one time maybe i would be a little more uh, skeptical of what we were doing or where we were going but we did it lots and lots of times and it was and was he tall no he wasn't no but uh it just is such a an interesting thing and so he goes along and every so often we go back and ask him we did until we sold his other hands but you know we'd go back and ask him what uh what's next you know and that's just kind of and he finally found some peace with being in this lifetime after some several of those sessions and understanding that he is here for a purpose and it's not a punishment that he's here and he gets to go back when he gets to go back you know Anyway, that one is, that's always stuck with me is, uh, with a lot of wonder and just a, a bit of a mind bender, you know, because yeah. we, we're quite egocentric. I've never actually not believed that we were amongst other species or amongst, you know, what some people might call aliens, but I think we're all aliens. Right. Right. And that, that's where I'm coming from too, that when you look at us on the energy plane, there are yeah. a huge amount of differences. I mean, even if our physical bodies, you know, seem to basically match up on the energy plane and spiritual plane, we don't. Mm -hmm. We're not all from the same place. We don't all come in with the same plan, goals, whatever, yeah. you know, things to remember, however you want to say it. We don't. And, and yeah, that, that's something that, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of people probably don't really realize is that when we talk about alien, I think we really kind of just mean us. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, really interesting stuff. All right. So, and, and I could tell stories, I'm sure you could all day about things that we've learned in sessions with clients. What I've learned about heaven in sessions with clients could fill a show, honestly. Oh, yeah. Right. I'm sure you too. Whatever that is. Yeah. Know. What have you picked up from clients do uh, in past life experiences? Oh gosh, boy, I I do a lot of past life work um, mm -hmm. because I do a lot of I'm I'm really one of my big areas of expertise is in attachments, and so I work on clearing attachments and breaking connections that hinder people or attach connect people in a situation that isn't good for them and past life experiences. Wow. First of all, they run the gamut. You can have lived in any time frame. You can have mm -hmm. lived anywhere on the earth. You can have been male or female or you know, lives that aren't even on this earth. Aren't even on this earth. And, and those lives generally their gender isn't actually even a thing, mm -hmm. um, which I, you know, further, solidifies for me how unimportant you know I, that constant need to identify the gender of people and things is is ridiculous because we made that up really you know? and um 
But one of the things that I work on all the time for people is that we carry threads of connection with us from one life to the next. And so we are frequently connected to a previous life and that previous life is impacting this life. It's why sometimes people have like a terrible fear or, you know, some unexplainable problem in this life because they brought it in with them from another life. Yeah. Work ton. The the line that I work on is 99% relationship stuff. Mm -hmm. And I work all the time with people on, you know, you've had a relationship in more than one lifetime with someone you carry those, those uh, attachments into this lifetime. And that can create huge problems in this lifetime. When you feel like you have to be with this person because you feel that attachment, even though you're actually terrible together in this lifetime, or it creates such problems and intensity uh, in relationships. Mm -hmm. So yeah, although in a way we see ourselves as, you know, separate in each lifetime, we are not at all. And we most certainly carry things so frequently subconsciously uh, from a previous experience into this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So much of that stuff for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was thinking about, because I, you know, I've done hundreds of past life regressions and past life channelings in my career. And I was thinking about uh, that. A lot of times when we do past life work, we will end up with uh, some big questions coming up, you know, and, but one of the things that with past life work that has been so amazing to me is people experiencing their deaths. So I always tell my clients, if, if we're doing a regression together, I always tell my clients, if we are, you know, if you enter into a death, do you want to experience it? Because I think if people are scared to death of that, to death. <laughs> um, scared to death. To death. Yeah, yeah. See what I did yeah. there on accident. Uh, but <laughs> then they shouldn't have to go through that, you know. Yeah. But my my opinion is it is a very healing thing. But if you don't want to do that, I don't think you should have to do that, right? But, right. you know, and some clients uh, say, yes, they do. And some people say no. And then when we get close to the end of that life, we'll do a life review and move out of there before they go through their transition. However, the ones who have, and I've seen lots of that, have amazing experiences with letting go of their bodies and having reunions with people who have passed that were waiting for them and taking them by the hand. Uh, people that are passing and choosing to stay. Uh, I had one lap regression that was from a very long time ago that she in that lifetime was uh, burned for being a witch. I've had lots of those, lots of those. Um, burned, stoned, crushed, you know, the, the gamut. This in this life she was burned. She happened to be pregnant. And she and the spirit of the baby that would have been chose to stay in that village and watch over the other women that were at risk. And they stayed there. And we didn't really progress with her regression for quite a while because they stayed there for a couple hundred years as wow. Just uh, witnesses to what was happening there and to help those that were being uh, oppressed and attacked. It was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the experiences I've seen people having cross- crossing over are, is honestly just so freaking amazing. Yep. Yeah. Peaceful and beautiful. Uh, 
relief from suffering and yeah, amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very positive always. Always very positive. Oh yeah. I've never seen one not be. I have had a few where I've had clients experience a brief uh, moment of pain. The script, you know, the instructions that you're giving is to observe as if you're watching television, you know, mm-hmm. not to be physically in the moment because some people don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> or their spirits don't listen. So I've had a few people that experienced a little more physically uh, mm-hmm. the very end of their life, but usually not. You know, more it's ninety nine percent of the time you you really are just observing. But that to me is very interesting. Yeah, yeah. sure is. Well, Past life work is is absolutely fascinating. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, yep. I know. Again, we could spill hours just talking about past lives that we've visited with clients and now we're own. And... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe someday we'll get Kara to come, our sister, and mm-hmm. yeah, talk her into sharing. She has a couple that are so interesting. She sure um, does. A regression that I did for her, a regression that she had done in Sedona. Some yeah. really interesting stuff. So yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll talk mm-hmm. her into coming in one of these days. I think we it should. It would be so much fun, actually. And make her come to a live stream with us, and mm-hmm. well, and we could have Rhonda do it to come in with us too because she's done a yeah, bunch of past life immersion as well. Yes, she has a past life memory show. Okay, it's scheduled. Yeah. We're doing it. Okay, <laughs> we just have All to get right. those two to show up on the air. <laughs> yeah. So it's seven thirty-three. We were kind of hoping to be out of here. Well, by now, but we're, I think we wanted to take at least a few questions. So mm-hmm. let's. Uh, do that. So why don't we both just uh, jump through the chat and grab a few things that jump out at us? Okay. I just want to say to JR quickly that yes, I do past lives. I don't do them in a regression. I do a different style of mm-hmm. past life reading and past life attachment clearing. Yeah. 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 Micah says uh, he thinks you guys know about his. We did the show a while back where I played you one of his past life regressions when he was 15. Yep. The When he was the Russian man. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Yep. And he did die in that one and experienced that. Yeah. Robin mm-hmm. says she remembers a past life she thinks with her ex-husband. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. If you feel that you have a past life memory, you do. Right. And don't, you know, this is not about rational stuff. This is about your intuition. No. So if you feel that you have a past life connection to a place or a person or a situation, you do. You, you, yeah. it's okay to just trust that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Very fun. Well, we will, we'll do a whole show. Yeah. This yeah. One. About just past life memories. That would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you want to grab something out and read it? Yes. Well, I, I actually want to answer this. So Mary says, when we use microphones and headphones, we hear spirits. Have you had spirits talk to you while on air? I don't really remember one on air, but I had a wild experience. This happened twice. So in working as a, as a phone psychic, I was wearing uh, a Bluetooth headset. And on two different occasions, this was back when we owned our metaphysical store and spiritual center. And I was standing in the spiritual center both times this happened. I had been on a reading with a client. I hung up with them. And then I heard all of this really... Um, high-pitched talking it was two people spirits speaking to each other really fast and then 
it just went dead. It happened two different times. Mm-hmm. It was really freaky. Um, but yes, I know what you mean that, that, um, you know, spirits can control, uh, electricity, um, electronics, technology. Mm-hmm. They certainly have, you know, we've had some crazy experiences with yeah. our grandparents actually, um, mm-hmm. with technological things after they passed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a fun one for me. Yeah. Yes. Getting friend requests and emails from our mm-hmm. dead grandparents. Yes. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Awesome. I love that. Okay. Let's see. All right. Sorry, you guys. I thought there were questions closer to the top. I didn't want to only just grab things at the bottom. Yeah. Okay. JR said she started uh, away and her sponsor. Oh, is her sponsor a great fit for her? What steps should she take? You know what? I feel like the sponsor will be okay. I I think that they won't be your sponsor long-term, whether they end up somewhere else or, you know, something else clicks better. I don't think they're a bad fit. I think they're a good fit to get you started. I just don't think you'll have them as your long-term sponsor. And what steps to get started? Uh, Really applying yourself to what they're asking you to do. OA has its own little program and really following that. And I think giving yourself lots of opportunities to get down and get back up again, you know, that having a bad day or having a minute of, you know, falling off the wagon or whatever, it's not the end of the world. Give yourself lots of patience, lots of forgiveness, lots of try start overs if you need them. There's no limit. So yeah. just take care of yourself and don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Love that. Yeah. Um, All right. Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth says, can you teach someone to develop their psychic abilities? The short answer is yes, absolutely. Because we all have them. Every Mm -hmm. single person on this listening to the show, whether it's live or not, you know, you have some intuition. You probably feel it in your heart or in your gut because intuition is actually really hardwired into our physical bodies. We think of it as something outside of ourselves or that comes in through our third eye. It really Mm -hmm. is like an antenna. And so we've all experienced it. Um, in one form or another, but really learning um, to develop it is about learning to be aware of it. It is so much about awareness, but Elizabeth, my very favorite first step, I'll give it to you. This is a, this is from Shakti Gawain. She wrote the book, Developing Intuition. Go get it. If you haven't read it, it's life-changing, but one of her uh, exercises in that book is to keep an intuition journal. So keep a little notebook. And for a couple of weeks, every time you feel prompted to do or not do, or say whatever, write it down. If you have a dream, if you have a sick feeling in your stomach, if you just feel it in your heart or hear something in your head, however you experience it, write it down. And then after a while, you go back and you read through it because you can validate yourself by either saying, wow, I'm really glad I listened to myself. That turned out so much better because I did this or that. Or, wow, I really wish I'd listened to myself because that turned out crappy because this or that. And really bringing your attention and your awareness to your intuition and paying attention to it and trusting it is how you grow it. Now, there's lots of other skills to develop specifically, you know, if you want to see or you want to hear or whatever, not that it really matters what intuitive skills you have. They're all very useful, but that's the place to start, Elizabeth. 
Nice. Awesome. Okay. Well, in spirit school, did you invite her to spirit school? And uh, well, and definitely, Elizabeth, if you haven't already, please join <laughs> Spirit School because we teach all kinds of skills in Spirit School that are all about psychic development. And of course, you can join Spirit School just by going to the homepage of our YouTube channel. And there's just a little button that says join. Click on that. And that's how you join Spirit School. And we have two classes and our guided imagery meditation uh, every month. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right. So Candy Kane says, can you pick up on anything about the murder of Gary Grant Jr., the wow. son of a police officer in Atlantic City who was bludgeoned to death? He was only seven years old. He was found a few blocks from his house. As dramatic as this sounds, I really think this is retaliation. This is associated with his father's job. I feel like there, this was targeted at him. Mm -hmm. And I think that... Uh, I, I suspect it probably won't ever be solved, although I hope it certainly hope it is. But I do think it was some kind of retaliation or job related uh, attack. I do. Mm. I really wish I didn't, but that's yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. Let's each do one more. Sure. What you got? Mary says, have you been visited? I had several encounters. My favorite is a Kraken like that um ask me who you are or what you are what have they asked you ah interesting okay so mary i have seen all kinds of things and that is because i do a lot of dark entity attachment clearing and so i have seen hundreds of different kinds of entities i don't know that I, I don't really use the word alien with them, although many of them really are not supposed to be here. And that's part of the problem. They're parasites that um, attach to light bodies. And um, sometimes they do fight back. Sometimes they do talk back. Uh, I, I do my best to avoid that part because I, I have a team of help that I call in to help me with that. But yes, I have seen many things, many things that I sometimes hesitate to say out loud. <laughs> But yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kate said she has a past life accent that comes through. Yeah, I've heard that lots of times. Mm -hmm. I've heard people uh, absolutely become little children before too, mm -hmm. which is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to answer Lucy's question and then we have to go. But <laughs> Lucy said, do clocks talk to good goals? Okay, I'm going to try again. Do clocks have anything to do with spirits? As in, do they get manipulated often? Yes, they do. That is one that uh, seems to be digital clocks and handed clocks. Both mm -hmm. seem to be, there are some things that I think are easier to manipulate. And it's why we see a lot of that from spirits sending a message. And clocks are one of them. Mm -hmm. Yep. I would, I'm going to give you a big heads up on that for sure, because that happens a lot. So mm -hmm. the thing to do is, if you don't know who's doing it, ask, mm -hmm. you know, the more relevant questions to ask are, you know, who's doing it. And is it something that, is there something, or, if, or is there something you need to know? So a lot of times it's just a hello from heaven. You know, I, I get people, I get this a lot from people that are like, oh my God, they're coming through. There must be something. Am I going to win the lottery? Am I about to get hit by a truck? Like, what are they trying to tell me? Right. Almost always. They're coming to tell you they love you, they miss you, they see you, and they want you to see them. 
but you know, so ask, always ask, but don't be, you know, too attached to the idea that there's something huge coming through. That's actually pretty rare. Yeah. But it is, it is that hello from face. heaven is, uh, yeah. I mean, what's better than that? You know, having him come in to let you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yep. Can we one um, last thing very quickly for Cammie? Sure. If we yeah. could all join together and send some healing energy for her 100-year-old grandma. She fell and smacked her head. Fortunately, no stitches or concussion. Oh. And she fractured her elbow. So as oh. we go out tonight, we're going to be sending good vibes and lots of healing to Cammie's grandma. Darn it. Yes. Doing that right now. Darn it. I'm sorry to hear that, Cammie. Me too. And she's such a trooper. I just feel like she just troops right through everything and tries to minimize, like, I'm fine. It's no big deal. Yeah. 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 Very sweet. Well, I'm glad we did that. Well, that is it for us for the week. So we will be back Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday next week with new cases. We'll be here Wednesday night and Thursday night at 7, Wednesday for this uh, case updates, and then Thursday for the psychic hours. So keep an eye on all that stuff. There's a spirit school class Tuesday also. Yes. Yes. I'm going to teach three card spreads. If you have not watched the video we did last week about an intro to Oracle cards, do that now so that you are ready. And if you don't have a set of Oracle cards, get some between now and then and watch that show. I made some suggestions of ones that are great ones to use uh, for, you know, starting out or for people that just like cards. So give that a shot, you know, and come to spirit school and we'll, I'll teach you how to do a three card spread. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun. All righty. Well, you can always learn more about us over at true crime, paranormal podcast.com. We'll see y'all soon. Take care. You've been listening to true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters. Thanks guys. Life is complicated. The last year has been so hard on sensitive people. So many uncertainties and so much heavy energy to wade through. People are working on jobs and relationships, energy work, self-development, and health. So why call me? Because my clients are my family. When you invite me onto your team, I will do all that I can to help you shift from a place of surviving to a place of thriving. I can help you shift from uncertainty, stress, fear, lack into a place of joy, peace, clarity, and abundance. Give me a call. Katie Weaver, Professional Psychic Advisor, over at 12listen.com. Hi, I'm Christy Brower, podcaster and professional psychic. I have spent the last 14 years honing my skills as a psychic and a healer. I work on the Purple Ocean app. You can find it in any of the app stores. And I am available every day for video and chat readings. I specialize in pattern breaking, uh, particularly in relationships, but really in any area of your life. If you're feeling stuck and like you can't move on or you can't let something go, I am the reader for you. That is exactly what I focus on. It's what I love to do. I love to help stuck people get moving and I've been doing it for many years and have been very successful at it and can do that for you as well. So if you are having trouble letting go of a relationship or a fear or a challenge of any kind in your life, 
come see me at Purple Ocean and we will do everything we can, me and my guidance system and my intuition and you, because it's always a package deal that we work together, but we will find a way to break that pattern for you. So come see me over at Purple Ocean and let's break your patterns. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.